0: Talking Finance with Brian Hirsch, making sense of your finance.
1: Brian, I missed you last week. Good morning to you.
0: Yes, you dropped me
1: to
2: the substitutes bench. I mean, (laughs) you
1: thought thought the Constitutional
2: Court ruling was more important than finance.
1: I mean, imagine that, right? (laughs) No,
2: I I really fell let down, but never mind. Hello to you, Cathy.
1: How have you been doing, Brian?
2: I'm doing fine. Although I'm petrified. I'm absolutely like a hermit at home. Mm. I'm a tyrant with my wife and staff not letting them go out. I'm absolutely petrified. I must have I've had so many clients um, moms and dads and even clients themselves that have died in the last few weeks. It's horrific.
1: Mm-hmm. But, of course, I think the position that you took, Brian, beginning last year, just to stay in a self-imposed isolation, even when the restrictions were eased, I think that that has definitely been good for you.
2: Well, you know, Kathy, everyone talks about how safe they are. Mm. And it, it, 98% of the time you may be safe, but it's that 2%. That you go to the shops or pharmacy or something like that. That's so dangerous, and it's so you can't help it. You have to go. I mean, a lot of the people that have passed away. If you'd asked me six months ago, would these people ever have got COVID? I would have said no, because they were also all in lockdown and fanatical. Even though we've had relaxations, mm-hmm. they were all in five. So you just don't know where it's coming from. And you saw what happened on the weekend on Sunday in the Kandla and All these these are frightening, frightening episodes uh, that happened. Uh, and you know, you just just think about it. If, one, if one, one in 15 or 20 people have got it, then you've got a 1,000 people. Mm-hmm. That means that somewhere in the order of 40 to 50 people have spent COVID. I mean, it, it's just horrific. Anyway, we've just got to stay safe and uh you know, it's most important.
1: Absolutely Brian and I'm so sorry for the loss that uh, you've been mm-hmm. experiencing and that you've been affected by in the last couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Yeah. So last week of course we, we didn't deal with the last questions of the month as yeah. we usually do and just a quick reminder to our listeners, uh, you can ask any questions, it's not limited uh, to those that have been frequently asked within the month of June necessarily. The number to use to get in touch with us this morning 011-714-2006 on the whatsapp line it's 0614-104-107 and on twitter it's at sfm radio the hashtag the sfm talking point so brian the big issue over june of course has been trying to understand these judgments how it works and most importantly how you get a judgment rescinded
2: Yes, well, we spoke about the judgment and if you, ta- if you owe money and you haven't informed the creditor that you owe money and judgment's taken you, it's, an ama- it's a terrible thing to try to get re- removed. In order to get a judgment rescinded, it's necessary to launch an application in court by way of notice of motion. Uh, to which is attached an affidavit signed by the applicant called the founding affidavit and setting out all the relevant facts such facts differ in various respects depending on the different circumstances applicable in each person's own case then it's got the application must be accompanied by written consent by the creditor and in order to ensure that the applicant contains all the necessary documentation. So it's a whole big business if you have a judgment against you. But uh, Stan Feneroff provided, and if people have got judgments, you need to really talk to, uh, phone the um, um, authorities and see how you, what do you do, how do you get this judgment reversed, because mm-hmm. it stands against you for years.
1: Brian, if you do nothing, so if you don't launch this court bid to have it rescinded, does that mean that it stands indefinitely?
2: Yeah. Well, very soon, the adverse listing lasts for five years, Mm. but the judgment is valid for 30 years.
1: No, oh, that's a that's a whole lifetime, Brian.
2: Yeah, so so maybe it'll automatically be reversed after five years, and that won't go against your record. But I can tell you, they still—if if you build up assets over the years, there's still the right to come against you over that long period of your life. So as I'm going to—I I, I know we've laboured this—but as I'm saying, mm-hmm. so many people are struggling. So many people are out of work. It's just you know, it's just a horrific set of circumstances. Talk to anyone you owe money, don't ignore it. Don't sweep it under the carpet. It isn't going to disappear. You need to have that conversation with people you owe money to, to explain to your situation and come to some terms, even if it means you're gonna pay it off over the next five, six, seven years get get that conversation going.
1: Mm. Brian, you know, I've, I've been talking with some people, especially about the process of engaging creditors, and the general response that people seem to have is that when they approach the creditors, whether it's the banks or other independent groups, Um, they're not met with an understanding tone. So if perhaps somebody has been paying up their car and they default on their vehicle, um, the response of the banks is to take the vehicle and then when you are able to begin paying again, then only will they give the vehicle back to you.
2: You mean, the, but the banks can't repossess. The banks have to go to an action to repossess anything. Again, mm-hmm. let me make the comment: if you if you're not getting any satisfaction, and, and whatever you do, put it in writing. If you've spoken to someone, if you haven't been treated fairly, mm-hmm. if they've been rude to you. Put it in writing, send it to the bank tenant, send it to the managing director of that organization to say, I'm trying to resolve money I owe you. I've been met with absolute defiance or inability to even hear my case. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know I'm struggling and I need to talk to someone who's senior enough to be able to have a, a serious conversation about how I do, how, how you help me through the situation. I need to have that conversation. Put it in writing. So if it isn't in writing and then they want to take judgment, then at least you've got something in writing to show them that you've tried to have the conversation. You haven't had the conversation. Mm -hmm. They haven't been willing to have that conversation. At least you can try and you've got something in writing. And it's always important to have it in writing because you're never going to remember, you know, call centres. I think I told you last week, I think it should be the law of the country that every chief executive who's got a call centre anonymously phones his call centre once a month to hear what Mm. goes on in his call centres, how they keep you holding on. What they do tell you is how important your call is. Please hold on. And then you get pushed from pillar to post and they can't call you back so you can hear my agitation I know it's coming through but I've seen, I've had so many conversations with banks and institutions on behalf and I'm not, this is not an offer to, to the public mm-hmm. but on behalf of people who owe money and we found solutions, we found that there is, that you can have some success just to delay your problem until you're back at work, no one's wet. no one thought two years ago that people would be out of work mm-hmm. and I went to, I had to go and get something from a, um, a restaurant the other day, uh, some takeaway and all the tables were, as you know, folded. So I said to the owner, where's all your staff? No, they've let their staff go until this comes back. I said, are you paying their staff? So can't afford to pay our staff. That's not people's fault. They went in, they took bought cars, they bought homes, they owe money for other reasons with the intention of repaying. And they are not being treated fairly. They are not getting the hearing from the people they owe money to. Mm-hmm. So Put it in writing. You can hear Kathy how agitated. And, and, I get and Brian,
1: I, I think you know. Just your your agitation is as a result of perhaps some of the interactions you've had with these institutions. Now, I imagine somebody at home is thinking, "Well, the banks will listen to Brian because he's an expert and he knows exactly where to go." what for me who's a layman who doesn't perhaps always have the language that needs to be expressed in a particular way to to get a response out of these institutions
2: you know it's not about my fact i'm an expert the fact is i've got access to media And they, the banks and the institutions do not want me to shame them because I'm not scared to shame them if they do not respond. If someone's trying to come to terms with a bank or an institution where they owe money to and they're trying their best because they just don't have money. You know, if you don't have money, there's nothing you can do. You've got to put food on the table. You've got to be able to feed your family. I mean... That not that, that important? So what I'm saying is, yes, I, I get that opportunity and they do answer me. But I also go from pillar to post. And I can tell you, if you're looking to get uh, government employee pension fund, if you're trying to get information for people, if you're trying to get pay UIF, you want to pay UIF, you can't even get through to them to mm-hmm. be able to register people on UIF. What is this all about? Sorry, Kate. I know this is a financial yeah. problem. Yeah, look, and I know, <laughs> and I know I'm venting. But I'm venting for people who are listening, people mm. who've got difficulties. Think about pensioners. They're earning half the interest that they were earning uh, two years ago. They never expected this. longevity, people are living that much longer, Uh, I've got three clients here turning 100, I've got a client today who's turning 90 happy birthday to you Joe, turns 90 today, people are living longer they never saved enough, they didn't realise that they'd been working 25 to 30 years, so what is the message maybe I'm saying to people, younger people you need to start saving, you need to find ways if you're in a job and you're working putting money away so you aren't faced with these problems, you need to have some emergency funds, and you know You asked me once what I call emergency fund, Cathy. I spoke about six months. Yet people have been out of work now 12, 14 months. Mm, mm. Who would have expected to have to put that sort of money away? So, so again, I implore the banks and institutions, listen to your customers. Listen to the problems. If they're trying to find solutions which may take longer, listen to them, hear them, answer them.
1: Let me go to Pro. Pro in Durban. Look, look, Brian. You, you, you are. Com- and I don't even think that there's anything to apologise for because what it says is that everybody is in the same boat. And perhaps what we need to do is get a bit more accountability from these institutions and find out how they are practically ensuring that they're part of of, of the solution during this time of of crisis. Really, that people are in. Yeah. Pro in Durban, good morning.
0: Good morning, how are you? I'm, I'm all
1: right, thank you.
0: For good times and <laughs> bad times, I'll be on your side. I was always just playing for your show, Sketty.
1: You're a first-time caller, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Ah, yes. oh, I'm so glad yes, to hear that. Yes. Welcome to that the that show, is, Pro. I know,
0: thank you. <laughs> oh, there is my like JJ, a bus driver. I'm, I'm Pro bus driver. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me get on my point. Mm. Uh, my concern. Is here in case Eranski's case. The way uh, this Zuma issue has been handled by community, because we are talking about these issues. But because of knowledge that we have, sometimes when you talk about things that you know, since I'm listening to SAFM, mm-hmm. I'm exposed to the information about what is it that is going on. So sometimes it, it, it's shocking to to listen to viewpoints from different people, mm. you know, in this stage since there is no conclusion about this issue of Zuma, you know, mm. I, mm. I'm feeling scared if ever this man can be arrested, although due to my understanding, he's supposed to be arrested the way he, 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 he manage our country, you know, mm. so mm. now when I, it it comes to a time whereby he, he get arrested, I've got that feeling because people here are crazy, they are volatile, more especially in my location. Listening to people arguing about this issue, you can see that the outcomes mm. of this situation will bring about negative influence on our people's lives because it's a life-threatening substance. All thing. right.
1: All right, Pro. Yeah, no no yeah. financial questions? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> All right, Pro. Pro is as you heard a bus driver there from uh, from Turb- Durban. Victor, I hope you're calling on financial questions and not general <laughs> commentary because otherwise I can't give you the platform. We're taking questions for Brian right now.
0: Uh Thank you so much. I'm growing. I'm the first person to call SFM. I was just listening to SFM each and every day.
1: Oh, you're also a first time caller, Victor.
0: <laughs> first time
1: caller. Oh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Pleasure to have you on. I'm saying grow big. <laughs> uh, my, uh, the person was you was,
0: was, we were speaking to before, the, the one in Devon. Yes. He helped me a lot. I'm growing. Have something evident if you had to go and, and and we had a problem of money and something uh. i had a problem with vodacom i'm going that route
1: awesome stuff so you're going to be awesome. contacting vodacom and querying having is it references. your bill yeah yeah yeah
0: having references mm. i'm so afraid yes i will be out of that i'm so afraid how can you want us to listen you yesterday whereas there are other people today on power you don't want people to listen to the person who's present, mm. the thing of yesterday he was the president today he's not the president but he don't want, he want people to not listen, COVID is there it's, it's, it's something is there and the court if we, we are defined from court what country are we going to what country are we going to be you, thanks k
1: Okay, all right, Victor <laughs> in Bumalanga, Brian. <laughs> okay, you know, it's, it's 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 the strangest thing because I must say all of these listeners said they had questions for you, but I think people are just finding a way of uh, skipping the queue. That's literally what is happening. But so so let's just continue with with uh, with our um with our questions. Um, Alan, I hope it's going to be a third time lucky. Please don't let me down. Uh, from Francis Bay. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Good morning, Brian.
1: Morning,
0: Alan.
2: Brian, I have one question, and it's about finance. Good. I'd like to know how secure and how safe are government bonds. I want to invest for a five-year period in government bonds. Is that safe? Am I going to get the money back one day? Alan, two things about government bonds. Firstly, remember, banks don't bail out governments. Governments bail out banks as we saw in 2008 when the the banks got into such trouble. So what I'm trying to say is would I think a government bond is safe? I would think a government bond is safe because the banks won't bail out government. The government will bail out the banks. So I'm going to put my money, would I put it in, would I feel more comfortable in a five-year retail government bond or five-year bank? I, I feel comfortable with both because I don't think either of them are going to get into trouble. But remember, we borrow money internationally, and we have to pay our interest rates. If we don't pay our interest rates, like you, if you don't pay your bond rate, you won't ever get a bond again. So yes. I'm, comfortable, I'm, I'm comfortable to put, and I have a simple philosophy, what would I do for my mother, my late mother, my son or myself? Would I put money into government bond safely? Yes, the answer is. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thanks, <laughs> Alan. Thank you, Brian. Bye. By, oh, the, way, yes, by yes, the way, government, bond, government bonds are paying somewhere in the order, a five-year government bond is paying in the order of 8.25%. It is taxable, um, but it, pays, it, can pay, it can pay monthly, uh, and it's still a, a very good return compared to m- the majority of five-year rates that you can get from uh, uh, banking institutions.
1: All right, Brian, thank you so much for that. I've got a couple of WhatsApp voice notes that I want to uh, just take very quickly before we round off the segment.
0: Hi, this is Katie. I like to I just want to uh, ask your guest, I think there's a problem somewhere because he's saying you must do everything in writing. Not all of us can write. So what happens to those who cannot write? And other thing is that these people are so arrogant. They phone you, you try to explain to them. When you, when you are busy explaining to them, they cut the call. At the first time when they call you, they will tell you now uh, this call is recorded, may be recorded, but the, they somehow cut the call without even telling you they're gonna cut the call. And then after three minutes, they call you again just to frustrate you so how do we go about that because not all of us can write thank you so much for a nice okay talk.
2: if the, that's fantastic because if the call is recorded then you take a note if you can't put it in writing but you've got to record it you take note of the time that call was made to you so you can then refer at some later stage to that call. But you get your, don't get into it when they're calling you, tell them you'd like to put it in writing, but you're unable to put it in writing, or it's a different language and you want to do it differently. let make sure that that gets into that recording so that you've got that as a backup if you can't put it in writing. Or get someone to help you who can help you with writing. Get names, get reference numbers, put it in writing. I promise you, if you've got things in writing, you can refer higher up the chain the, uh, and, and get to higher to more senior management. But otherwise, there's just so many calls every day, you're not going to get anywhere. I'm just giving you a suggestion of one thing that you should try and do.
1: Okay. All right. Brian, thank you so much for uh, yeah. today. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to wrap it up with you very quickly. Okay. Jesse Duarte is giving an address in terms okay. of the uh, update from the outcomes of the special NEC that was held yesterday. Brian, we'll chat again next week.
2: I know, I know where I stand in picking order. I'm quite, <laughs> I, I hope you know where I stand. Kathy, all the very best to you. We'll, carry, we'll get those questions dealt with next week.
1: All right. No problem. Thanks, Brian.